live from the Salvation Army National Headquarters, this is the Fight for Good podcast. Well, hi, everybody, and welcome to another episode of the Fight for Good podcast. I'm your host, Lieutenant Colonel Tim Foley, broadcasting from my office here at National Headquarters in Old Town, Alexandria, Virginia, on the banks of the Potomac River. It's a beautiful, hot, muggy spring afternoon, and I hope you're having a great day wherever you're at in this country and this world. Thank you for taking a few moments out of your day to listen to our podcast. And with me, as always, my left and right hand, my left and right foot, and uh, the, the one that does all the proper thinking around here, all the deep thinking, Mr. Jeff McDonald, our editorial director. Hello, Jeff. Hello, Colonel Foley. It's great to be with you in this time of change, looking forward, looking backward, and uh, it's exciting. It indeed is exciting. And also with us, as always, uh, from the beginning, she has been here working all the magic, our producer, Elizabeth. Hi, Elizabeth. Hello there. Well, you guys, it's uh, just another day in the office uh, for me. We're still uh, working remotely. We, I haven't seen either one of you in person for quite a while. I think, Elizabeth, I haven't seen you in person. I don't, when was the last time I saw you in person? I think it was November. Was it? It was real briefly. Yeah. Brief. You, you told me I had to get into a bubble suit mm-hmm. and some other, other <laughs> things. <laughs> Well, we've come a long way, and you guys are getting closer uh, to coming back to the office. I I know that that's going to be um, a lot of a lot of different mixed feelings and uh, new work habits and other things that everybody's going to have to kind of go through. But how great the team has been, the entire publications team, through uh, this pandemic mid March of two thousand and twenty up until this point. Uh, wow, Jeff, uh, a lot of great things have have uh, happened. In that time, yeah, it's really <clears throat> hard to convey exactly how um, invigorating, challenging, rewarding it's been. Um, because we, you know, it's like neuroplasticity. Once you are in a certain track, you tend to deepen those grooves. Working remotely causes us a shift our thinking, our patterns. And I think it's a tribute to you and to all the staff that we were able to do that with flexibility. And I must say that, um, you know, this obviously this podcast is uh, in honor of you uh, and your tenure at national headquarters, especially as editor in chief and program secretary and national literary secretary. Um, so, uh, you know, thanks to your encouragement, your wisdom. I think we made that transition well. So thank you. Well, and for our listeners, just to kind of clue you in, uh, my wife, Cindy, and uh, myself are under farewell orders, and we've been given our marching orders uh, to become the divisional leaders of the great Northwest Division in the United States. Northwest Division is in the Western Territory, and it encompasses the entire state of Washington, northern Idaho, and a good portion of the state of Montana. My wife, Cindy, has been named uh, the uh, divisional commander. Uh, uh, Jeff, which you know, I'm extremely proud uh, of, of that designation for her. 
Uh, she's well suited for it. Um, we've had her on the podcast before, so you know, you, you know, it's not just a, a doting husband bragging about his lovely wife, but I will brag about her. And then I'm going to be the divisional leader for officer development. And I, that's kind of, I'm kind of saying, Jeff, that's like being a pastor to the pastors is, is how you know, I'm kind of looking at it. It seems like a great role for you, especially, you know, I know that you were moved to write the book Rest for the Rest of Us during your time here at NHQ, uh, focusing on the, cha- you know, the need for uh, rejuvenation and rest and, you know, inspiration, uh, aside from the very demanding um, mission requirements that officers are under. So it just seems like a really good fit because I think Colonel, you you are relate to people so well, and you're so, you're so you're open and honest, and you're you're willing to hear people, you listen, uh, you know what? those are <laughs> great qualities. So I think that role for you is um, <laughs> is really good. Well, you guys, I mean, you guys. I'm going to have to pay you extra now, I guess. <laughs> but Cindy and I are, are uh, heading out in a, a few weeks. By the time this uh, hits the airwaves, we'll probably already be on the road, uh, literally um, uh, making a, a long trek uh, out to our new home in Seattle. And we're going to be stopping by and visiting Salvation Army places on the east side of our division, mostly in Montana and one core in uh, in Idaho uh, before we take up uh, our, our new residence and, and our new duties. So we thought, you guys thought, we talked about, you know, uh, we're kind of handing the baton over. There's a lot of things happening behind the scenes with our publications. Uh, we're, the, the team's working really hard on putting the July issue to bed. And Jeff, that's that's the first issue that I haven't had really any direction or feel for. Uh, and we've, we've made that transition, uh, early, uh, because my successor is right here uh, and our multi-talented editor of peer magazine, uh, captain Jamie Satterley is taking on some, most of my duties as editor in chief. She's not going to have that title, but a director of publications. And, uh, I'm just thrilled to be here to, to kind of help pass the baton over. And so, I believe uh, Captain Jamie and you, Jeff, are, are going to be the, the ongoing hosts for the Fight for Good podcast as it moves uh, into the future. We are going to try to keep this baby going. And, uh, <laughs> you know, I, I, in thinking about that, um, I know, could you just uh, share with us your philosophy about um, leadership? Because I know you have some key words, and I think – the fact that you launched this podcast, you came into this position wanting to launch a podcast is indicative of, I know your emphasis is on innovation. What else do you look for in um, your, your work and with work with others? Well, there's a couple things. One is, is, you know, innovation. The, the Salvation Army has been really a leader. And I know there's a lot of critics within the organization saying, you know, we're not doing this, not doing that. But really, even during the pandemic, both the church and uh, government entities uh, were looking, and the general public was was looking at the Salvation Army to guide us. And Jeff, it's interesting where we're going in in the Northwest. Historical financial support, historical praises of what the Salvation Army has done, 
doors opening up. There's just all these incredible opportunities that are that are waiting uh, that that my wife and I get to be a privilege to be a part of with, you know, Team Northwest. So we're, you know, we're very excited about that. So, you know, you have that sense of innovation, you have that sense of inspiration. And we're, we're, we're not dealing with just words here. We're not dealing with just slogans and, you know, PR spin and all that kind of stuff. We're, we're dealing with the word of God. And we're dealing with that word as inspired in the lives of transformation and lives that can be transformed by the power of God's Holy Spirit. And then we're, you know, we're also, you got in, in innovation, inspiration, and then you have also imagination. And you both, you guys know how much of a goofball I am. Um, my wife has told me I have to, I have to temper down my comedic um, uh, things because that, Every, every, every people, every person I meet, every group I'm in, it's like a new audience for me. But, you know, I think part for me is you, you have this innovation, you have this inspiration, uh, that, that, that comes, but we've got to continue to dream. And I had the privilege, Jeff, of coming here, uh, from San Francisco, where my wife and I, I'm from the Bay Area, and I love San Francisco, and we love the ministry we had in San Francisco. We had all kinds of opportunities to walk across these bridges into the community uh, and in Central California. And, uh, you know, I came here, and I was kind of in a clerk position as the assistant chief secretary for a while, and, and I, I liked it, but it really it really wasn't kind of in my wheelhouse, eh, you know, so, so much. And uh, then I was given the opportunity, as you recall, Jeff, we were talking again offline. I started in on the publications team in November of 2018. And as soon as I got here, uh, wow, the imagination just went wild. And so I think part, part of my philosophy of ministry is it's kind of those three words. There's, there's other things I, I might allude to it in a little bit, but we need imagination. We need to continue to dream. Uh, William Booth said it all the time. That and better will do. That and better will do. If something's not working, stop it. Try something else. That doesn't work. Stop it. Try something else. There's no secret cows here. So I'm looking at, we talked about, you know, doing a podcast. We didn't know how we were going to kind of do it. And I was like, well, I don't even know how, how do they make these things? And then lo and behold, you and I, I think it was in April 2018, we interviewed this young lady named Elizabeth. Yeah. And bam. Man, she she uh, kind of impressed us, didn't she? And she said, golly gee, during the interview. which <laughs> The whole time. The I just was time. like, hey, this kid. <laughs> this it was good that she didn't use other words, you know. <laughs> right. <laughs> but, you know, it's, it's just amazing when you start dreaming like this kind of thing, how God rises up people and abilities and um, – it, it, yeah, okay, the Fight for Good podcast is not, you know, topping any awards or the, the charts, but uh, I just think the future for this podcast is really, really super bright, and so much so I've, I'm going to have to wear some shades in the, the rainy skies of, of Seattle uh, because of the glow that's going to come uh, through through the interviews. And I'm looking forward on some of those long drives that I have ahead of me um, all over the Northwest to be listening to you and Captain Jamie and, and everybody else that you're bringing on. Uh, so there'll be uh there'll be a, 
a, a bit of me that said, yeah, you know what? I was, I was one of a, of a team that helped get that going. And, uh, and oh. so here we are today. You were the motivator, no doubt about it. And uh, so when we start dropping in the war cry using drones out in the Northwest, you will, uh, you can, you know, we'll tip our hat to your innovation. Um, well, they're strategy. already, they're already using them there. I mean, Amazon's <laughs> already delivering packages that way. So, yeah. you know, whatever, but. You know, what's funny though about this, uh, the secret really about this work we're involved in is that it is, it is so engaging, so fun so involving and we're trying, you know, you were trying to take the pulse of culture and the army and relay, you know, inspiring and informative information to people, informative content to people. Um, And you know what? I I, I remember when you came on board, how you just immediately, you, you just embraced everything. You, you wanted to know how things worked at, you know, not just internally with us, but at the printer, at our other vendors, how things operate, um, the nuts and bolts of it, in addition to the, you know, overall strategy, you know, it was really, and, you know, it's not for everybody, but I think, um, you know, that, that quality of um, embracing what we're doing really paid off. And, you know, you talk about, you know, what the future, uh, I think a lot of what you have put in place uh, has set a precedent for the future. You've you've invited new uh, authors and writers for us, et cetera, and uh, you know stressed millennial involvement and all those things. But I have to say, Colonel, can you believe this is what our eighty sixth podcast? Something it's 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 some high number. <laughs> and you look at the list of who we've engaged with. It goes from the general and the pedals, commissioner pedal and the general to the lieutenant in Minneapolis who was in the thick of uh, the turmoil there with uh, you know racial you know concerns and how her corps was weathering that and representing God and the army through it I mean we've had a, such a wide variety do you do any stand out to you in particular well you know I I I I just uh, I think about some of the celebrity uh, folks that we've interviewed, quote unquote celebrities. I remember your your interview with uh, Mrs. Rogers. Um, oh yeah. Uh, when we talked to the director uh, from that that uh, wrote on the Charleston uh, oh, uh, right. church shooting, right? Um, th- that was that was pretty impressive. Uh, uh, I, I don't, I mean, so many of them stand out. We were, we were recording something earlier today. Uh, my wife and I, uh, a, a farewell message. <laughs> Ironically, we can't be here for our farewell from, from NHQ just because of a scheduling conflict. Um, so they asked us to record something, but we were both reflecting on some things and, and I, we were remembering the time we, and I don't, I, I can't remember if we put bits of it into a podcast. I think we might've in the early days when we were interviewing the farmer and major uh, Donna Miller in Iowa. Um, uh, when we were sat in their farmhouse, when his land had been surrounded by water, uh, the, uh, one of the, the Platte river, I think it was it. And then when I was riding on a black Hawk helicopter, now that wasn't a podcast, but that was related to Warcry, um, 
up in Alaska. It was like five below zero out, you know, and I'm on this military thing going, what? Wow. This is, this is pretty cool. So I personally, I've had a lot of different, you know, kind of neat engagements. And I think our podcast, when we look back at some of the different people we saw, and I'll always remember the first time I listened to our podcast, I was driving back from Williamsburg from an officer's retreat and Elizabeth had just put, put it together as a sample and we're driving back and I was like, and I listened to that opening music. It's like, Oh, that's so cool. And then we're talking. <laughs> and then I think my wife said when it was over, she said, well, that was interesting. <laughs> so I was like, what do you think? <laughs> So we've come, we've come a long way with it. We've kind of emerged and, you know, I think uh, a podcast is just one tool. It's, it's not the, I mean, there's a lot of people that that's all they do. They podcast and YouTube and TikTok and Marco Polo, whatever they do, but it's just one tool that we used and we've developed it. And even in the pandemic, we've had, we've gone from a, um, Elizabeth mixing four different sound things together to this great thing called Zencaster. And we're able to, <laughs> we're able to just interview people all over the world. Remember the time we, we, uh, we had the, uh, the general, uh, the pedals were on and we, we, and, and uh, Elizabeth calls, I think. <laughs> she, he he FaceTimed me. Yeah. He FaceTimed <laughs> me and saying, Tim, I don't know how to, <laughs> <laughs> right oh yeah. what a different so world I, I, I uh and then all the different people that uh we can't forget michelle caceres she started out with us at the at the beginning and then we evolved we made we kind of rotated her into a uh, segued into a kind of a different approach where i think she's a lot more freer and open when she's doing one-on-one -on -one, uh with with the interviews so we've had all these different influencers and millennials uh that have been on so yeah, not not one thing particularly stands out, but I do think that we we were embracing some of the topics of the day, maybe not as fully as some people in our organization really wanted us to, or coming up on the different different sides, uh, political sides, or or whatever. But I think Jeff, we've we've walked a pretty good line, uh, and I look back and I think we've had some pretty pretty significant and holy moments together. You know, it's interesting. It is um, almost, you know, the idea of koinonia, you know, that there, it, just in, in talking with folks and sharing with each other, there is a, a synergy that, uh, and a communion that, you know, just, just takes place. And I think we've experienced that with the podcast when and hopefully uh, some listeners have experienced that <laughs> secondhand as we've grown into it. Um, well, I remember I was, I was on a, another, uh, committee in HQ that I was a part of. And I was in this zoom meeting and it was somebody from another university and they're like, Oh, I just love your podcast. I just love Elizabeth. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Right. And I was like, wow. Yeah. That was, <laughs> well, that was unexpected. I mean, how could you love Elizabeth? Yeah, really? She's just so exuberant. <laughs> But um, so what what have you found most rewarding about your uh, time in editorial work, Colonel? Well, I think I think I'm going out of here, Jeff, with a, a, another another little um, alliteration 
and, and it's two P's. Uh, one is uh, to, to make sure that we maintain a pioneering voice in, in what we're doing. Um, you have generations that you have a generation right now. That's, I don't mean it in a bad way, but we have a couple of generations that are becoming biblically illiterate and they don't know the basics of the Bible. They don't know the basics of what it is. The Salvation Army believes in, in, in essence, uh, they like the Salvation Army, but they don't know why they like the Salvation Army. Um, and I, I think there's an, an opportunity for us to, to give forth a, a prophetic voice of not doom and gloom, of, but of hope. And that, that is what that, that whole that four-letter word of hope in, in all of our publications, everything from Word and Deed, from the Crest books, from uh, what, what we do with Peer Magazine and with um, the War Cry, you know, the prophetic word is hope. You know, people don't have to give up. Uh, the sky is not falling. Um, here's, it's going to be okay. And Jeff, you know, we had that in the last issue that I was responsible for. We had that letter to the editor of the person who was in jail and just said, I was ready to end it. And I must have read that story on hope 50 plus times. Uh, I, I think that's a huge takeaway. And to continue I also think one of my personal prophetic voices is to continue to speak into an or this organization that is doing the most good, uh, but to remind the people in the organization, both employees, soldiers, and officers, the machine will eat you up if you don't maintain balance in your life. And there's a lot of people that are hurting right now. They kind of pat me on the head and say, hey, thank you for that book on Sabbath. One of these days I'm going to read it. You know, and you're like, well, pandemic would have been a perfect time for you to, you know, kind of do that. But I still think there, there are, there are pieces in the future that are going to come out of publications, other authors, other, other people that need to speak prophetically uh, and, and also, uh, you know, continue to do the pioneering, um, finding new ways. Jeff, that, it's a big thing that you taught me because you've, you've said it on many occasions to the staff and you've said it to me over and over, not, not in a bad way, just kind of, it just comes up. Hey, you know, this is, there's a fluidity of what we're doing here. We've got to adapt and change. And, and we've done that with, with every issue there's, it's been like a, we get a blank canvas and we're trying different things. We try different looks. We did try different feels. We try different approaches of, of content and, and, you know, pioneering, I, you know, Jeff, I've said we need new voices. God bless our saints. And we have some great, uh, senior officers, you know, age 16 above like myself, but there's a lot of young voices out there that we need to hear. And I'm hoping for more pioneering, um, of, of the war cry of, of cultivating, um, new authors. I was very grateful for, uh, Colonel Henry Garropy giving me an opportunity as a young officer to write. And I'm grateful for the opportunity that I gave to a few people to write. And I hope that there's in the future, they'll be given opportunities for other people uh, like myself to be able to write and, and, and then pioneer into, uh, these new worlds that we're traveling. 
I'm glad you mentioned the letters to the editor that we get, and uh, a couple in particular s- cited your articles, one on that, that editorial on hope that you wrote, and the other, the, I know you wrote on cancel culture, and um, that, you know, Christmas is a time of hope and for real substantial hope and not f- false hope. Uh, so, yeah. Um, and, you know, the word of God will work its uh, its will. And, you know, we are just um, trying to offer our skills to to advance that. And, you know, we, I appreciate the Army's investment in the literary work of the Army. And then the foundation we have, the technology we're using now, for example, is just wonderful. And uh, I'm appreciative of that. Um, and, uh, yeah. The, Jeff, I, I, I came in here with only one thing that I knew. Now, I have all the credentials. I've studied theology and master's and, and a doctorate in, in the subject and everything else like that. But there's only one thing I came in here that I really, really knew. And I knew that God's word never returns void. Uh, what the prophet Isaiah had to say about God's word, because I'm living proof of how God's word can take a life that was devoid of hope and spirit and, uh, and filled me with, uh, with love and with um, joy and with a peace that only can come uh, by God through what he promises us in his word. And I've been mindful of that. As you know, I like to joke that they got the wrong Foley as an editor. I mean, my wife is a wordsmith. She's a grammatician. She's brilliant. She was the high school newspaper editor and yearbook editor at our high school. And I was like, I'm not a grammatician. I just, I'm just kind of a, a, like a clown who comes up with a few things. But I get the inspiration of God's spirit has come through my pen, so to speak, or through my typewriter. Jeff, the one thing I'm looking forward to out of this position, I can go back and I can put two spaces at the end of a period oh, instead of one. <laughs> I thought we had got that. I thought we had just eradicated that from your repertoire. I don't like that rule. <laughs> <laughs> dot, dot, two spaces. You know. But I, I, in all seriousness, I, I think that, you know, we have collectively uh, as a team, we still have a great ministry through the written word and uh, what continues to come out of the magazine and the continued sense of hope it's bringing and the salvation that it's bringing to people. The magazine doesn't do it. The Salvation Army doesn't do it, but God uses these mechanisms as a means of bringing hope and joy and and peace in the world. I always think of uh, C.S. Lewis's description of that rebirth. He, uh, I think it, he might have been riding a bicycle or walking one day after he had gone through a, quite a, an elaborate exploration of faith and uh, things and Christianity. And he said, it was as if I was asleep and all of a sudden I was awake. I thought that was really a good description of uh, what we, uh, yeah, of what God offers through his son. And uh, my, my devotions this morning, I was reading again, uh, one of my favorite stories in the book of Numbers, and when I, I taught uh, Jeff for many years at the, uh, the training college, I taught Old Testament. 
I think for eight years, I was there nine years. And I think eight of those years, I was the old Testament professor. And my, one of my favorite stories is, is, uh, Balaam's donkey and how Balaam's donkey just would lay down. He saw danger ahead. He saw, he saw the angel of the Lord saying, stop, you know, and then poor Balaam's donkey got beat up, beat up, beat up. And then finally the angel Lord said, well, Balaam said, Balaam's donkey starts talking to him. Like, what are you doing? I've been faithful to you all these years. I'm, I'm protecting you. And then the angel of the Lord appears. And I know sometimes we are kind of like Balaam's donkey <laughs> in publications, you know, we're kind of bah, bah, bah. And then, but, but, you know, we have something to say and we have, there's a, there's warning to people. There's, you know, God is, is really not to be messed with. And in this life, one can find abundance. I don't sit here and think every day about what heaven's going to be like, because I have no idea what heaven's going to be like. All I know is I have the opportunity to live this day. And I have been a blessed man to have sat in the publications wing of national headquarters since November of 2018 to this moment, to be working with the myriad of different people, different authors, different people that have inputted all kinds of different things. And uh, I can't take, nobody can take that away from me. They can move me out of an appointment, but you can't take away those memories and that ministry that we as a collective body did together. And I'm very proud. So I would continue to encourage you to be Balaam's donkey and keep <laughs> speaking. Now. Yeah. It's, it's, well, you know, it is important because, you know, we have to, acknowledge that this culture is fractured and you're right biblical you know the the historic christian tradition is not well known and is um, you know people see it as a pejorative when it's actually the opposite so well, we're we're in we're in exile we're in we're in we're in post exile now because even the word evangelical is being associated with kind of a, a right wing spur but there's there's a lot of weird stuff that that doesn't represent me, and the Salvation Army is apolitical, and we have done our best uh, trying to not promote nationalism and not trying to promote one party over another party, but to promote the holistic gospel that brings um, health and holiness uh, to to the heart that is ready. And Jeff, I really think there are incredible bright days ahead uh, for the publications team. And, uh, you know, I look forward to seeing, uh, you know, what, what's ahead. I haven't gone down all the avenues that we could have gone down, but, you know, we, we got the circulation figured out. We got, we got the, the peer magazine kind of launched and the award-winning magazines. Um, and we continue to put out, I think, a really relevant product that we all should be proud of. In fact, I, I got a text last night, somebody thanking me for my letter, um, the thing I put in the June issue and said, that's so true of you, Tim, because you're always one that sings the praises of the people around you instead of your own praises. And, and that's how we do it. That's how Cindy and I have done it, all our ministry. That's how we're going to do it in the Northwest. It's I, I, another philosophy I live by is Ray Kroc's, 
adage. He had a lot of adages when he was building the McDonald's empire, but one of them, he said, no one of us is greater than the rest of us. So when we start promoting ourselves in elite capacities that, you know, I have this position and that position and your ego is, is around all those positions, it's just destined to failure. I'm humbled by the opportunity the Salvation Army gave me. I didn't see it in myself, but when I'm done, I'm going to walk out of here going, I did a pretty good job. I'm very, very proud, and I'm going to be very sad uh, when I don't have daily associations with good people like you two. Uh, who, so I count myself as a blessed man to have been mm. here. Well, we can certainly feel the same. We, we feel the same way, Colonel, about you. And, you know, your model of leadership <laughs> is needed and um you know, not always at the forefront of people. Um, but I do have to ask, what what do you see as the challenges um, for the Army moving forward, the Army at large, um, the opportunities, the challenges it faces, and uh, what what the voice of, of the podcast, the publications should be? Well, that's kind of a loaded question. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) Um, it is. It is. And, you know, another life lesson that I've learned direct from scripture and direct from, uh, I've talked to you before about this, Jeff. Um, I I go by impressions. I've never heard the audible voice of God, but I get these really strong impressions at time because of discernment that I have. And one of the impressions I have right now is Salvation Army leadership internationally, nationally, territorially has got to, to, to be silent and start listening. And that means when you listen, you don't need to give a myriad of advice and let's fix one, two, three. Let's do it this way. I, I really think leadership in the Salvation Army, and I'm talking about myself and I'm talking about anybody else that is in a position where there are officers and soldiers under your care. We've got to, we've got to be silent and start listening. There are some really deep-seated hurts, the racial divide, the inequities that exist. We, get, we can easily give a lot of lip service. And things I've been thinking about from some of the reading that I've done is we we need to start focusing on the upper church, the upper room component in the Salvation Army. I think we're making movements towards that. Uh, we're starting to think about spiritual life perhaps more than we we have ever before. Not only myself, but other other colleagues of mine that are spouses of the divisional commanders are going to be challenged out in the West with this whole idea of being a, 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 a divisional leader for um, officer development. And to me, that means we need to listen to our officers. We need to really, really hear and be a part of the, the healing process that has to take place and help some of the younger generations understand how to do ministry now, how we do ministry now, versus when I was commissioned in 1982 in the year 2021 is it's archaic. So, you know, uh, we're, we're, we're going off the map 
and we're going into uncharted territory and we, we need to, we need to listen and we need to rely on each other. I have so much Jeff loved relying on the staff on your team. We have people that are brilliant with their graphic understanding, their technical advice, maybe try this or that, you know, those sorts of things. So I would say we need to listen and we need to, we need to, to find balance for rest. We don't need to make rest an idol. Uh, and we don't need to make our families an idol. We, we just need to, to start experimenting and trying to make sure that we're finding balance in our life. And the third thing that I would, that would say is, you know, Jesus really is the answer. Christ is, is, I know it sounds simple, but he promises us abundant life. He is the way, the truth, and the life. No one's going to come to the Father but through him. We believe that truth. And my job is not to change somebody from their behavior. The, the Salvation Army does not save people. It's the gospel that saves people. It's the power of the Holy Spirit. And I don't have to argue theology with anybody. You got you take it up with him. God's not didn't call me to like sit here and be judging people, right? So that I think that those are kind of like three areas. And I also think that we're in a new new period of pioneering. And so we need to be open to new horizons. And Jeff, you know I'm I'm like coming to the end of my active officership. This will probably be my last appointment, more than likely, um, before I go into retirement. And so I'm holding the baton really loosely and I'm just sharing when I can. I don't force myself on people. Uh, and I've, I've appreciated the platform that I've had these last couple of years, but God has given me platforms before, you know, he gave us the whole croc center ministry. We pioneered that we pioneered a lot of different curriculum that we were doing for nine years at the training college in the West. We had 300 plus uh, officers come through there. I've never asked for any of this kind of stuff. It's just kind of been dumped on my lap, and I'm just so grateful for uh, for that those opportunities. Okay, so Colonel, you need to know that you have a lot of fans behind you. Believe me, and I I must say that you know God has blessed you. God has uses you, um, and you are a true reflection of Him, and. Um, you know, you've made a big impact. You make a big impact uh, in that way. And uh, we're thankful for that. And, you know, you think about the Army's mission statement. It's it's a love of God. You know, love is kind of the often unspoken but essential ingredient in all of this, you know, to live out that love. And I, I, I know it's, it's like, oh, it's got to be more complicated than that. No. <laughs> It doesn't. I love what my wife says all the time, and I've probably said this before to you, you guys, and also on the podcast. But you know, God's God's in the judging business, and He's not asking us for His help. <laughs> you know, it's 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 not up to me. Uh, I'm I'm not supposed to sit here with the rocks and and stone people. I'm just I'm just supposed to love them and. Wow. Yeah. You know, yeah. it's, uh, it's, it's uh, been a great ride. Uh, personally, we have enjoyed living in, on the, the East coast, the mid Atlantic, uh, part of the United States is just absolutely stunning. Uh, the people have been lovely. 
We've enjoyed uh, working here. We've enjoyed exploring the areas. Uh, you know, Jeff, I'm kind of like eating up all this revolutionary and civil war history. And uh, yeah. I mean, I, yeah. I can't stop playing Hamilton. I mean, I've been you know, even just before we were broadcasting, I'm playing <laughs> some well, Elizabeth's coming on. She's like uh, grooving and dancing. Um, but, you know, it, it, it doesn't matter where we're at, wherever we're at, there's opportunity and there's a doorway of opportunity that's uh, facing my wife and I right now. Somebody on my Facebook, it's actually a relative that says, oh, Seattle is a nasty city. And I'm like, you know what? So doesn't matter. We can maybe bring a little bit of love and grace. And Seattle itself has a huge homeless problem. And the city officials there who are not necessarily politically aligned with our beliefs believe in what it is that we do and how we help people. And they have granted us incredible sums of money to help them, you know, deliver with the homeless situation. So we've learned a long time ago, just whatever he says to you, just do it. Just get in there and do all your work to the honor and glory of God. And then when it's all said and done, you know, it doesn't matter whose name is on the plaque. It, 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 the degrees on your wall don't mean nothing if you don't, you know, hey, that whole thing on First Corinthians 13, when that's read at a wedding, listen to it. Yeah, you know? right. Yeah. And, yeah, good point. Well, we look forward to getting more reports from you from that great Northwest. And also, you know, that book that you have in the back burner, I would say, see us encouraging you in that. What do you think? Well, that book, Jeff, uh, is uh, it's still percolating. I got six chapters of it done. Uh, I haven't written um, for a little bit here. I think I'll I'll spend a little bit more time writing uh, when I'm not driving my wife all over <laughs> the Northwest. Uh, our our travel schedule for the next couple months is going to be something else because we're really wanting to get you know get to know our officers and get to know their communities and different things that they struggle uh, struggle with. But I am going to knock out some time, and uh, I will I'll still have a presence online, timfoleyonline.com. We'll say that one more time, timfoleyonline.com. We'll, we'll still be there. And I'm, uh, in, uh, I'm in negotiations uh, for being on another podcast with two other people. Um, so, you know, my voice might be on the, the airways, but it won't be through the national office. So, you know, we'll, we'll do that kind of stuff, but you just keep bugging me and maybe I'll, okay. I'll, I'll feed you something now and then, you know, and, and, uh, I, I do know all about ghost writers and I can write you stuff, Jeff, and we put Elizabeth's name on it and we'll get her <laughs> a, a byline. <laughs> yeah. As long as you don't take, take her with you, we're okay. Well, we got a lot of job openings <laughs> where we're going. <laughs> yeah, but uh, I, I'm hoping that you know I'll I'll continue to write and I'll continue to to uh, support Crest Books. I'm so excited. There's you've got about six or seven books in the queue for uh, for Crest Books. Some good stuff from new authors and old authors alike, and so you know. I'm going to let some of those uh, folks 
get a voice out there. And, you know, I mean, I could have pushed it really hard, Jeff, the last few weeks here and and got you a manuscript, but I really felt our colleague, uh, major Jason Swain, uh, this was an opportunity to get, get, get a byline for him with, and, and get a little bit of credit to a man who has got a brilliant encyclopedia mind of, of history. And so under two flags will come out uh, this summer. Uh, and I'm, I'm excited about, about that. Good. Wonderful. Well, all we can say is God bless you. And thanks for all you, you do. Well, you know, I mean, this is at the beginning of this, before we came online, you said you really didn't want to do this podcast. I didn't want it this particular episode. Um, I, I didn't either. I mean, uh, a farewell uh, in most of our appointments. I could say pretty much all of our appointments with the exception of one, but I won't. There's always that one that an officer has. It's always difficult and it's always emotional. Uh, we attended a, uh, one of our, when we moved from being divisional youth secretaries running summer camps and stuff uh, to San Diego, our summer camp staff did a farewell for us. And I thought, Jeff, I thought I was attending my wake. I thought oh, no. I thought we had died. I mean, these people were crying at the mic, and it went on and on for hours. And then I was just like, "Okay, okay, enough, guys. We're still alive. I'm not dead yet." To quote Monty Python, right? But it's been a it's been a great, great joy. Uh, we've um, had a lot of good things happen to our family while we were here. We've had some tragedy uh, happen in our family as well. Um, uh, Jeff, I had the opportunity to uh, play around, and uh, I'll always remember LTA, Little Theater of Alexandria, getting cast. I got cast in two shows and had a lot of fun doing Christmas Carol, and then I was going to do something in the show called um, Sister Act, and that never got mounted because of the pandemic. So, you know, I love the theater things. I love the history. I I I, my youngest daughter graduated from George Mesa just recently and is going to settle down here. Um, so we'll be back out. Uh, my son uh, got his act together, came here for a little bit for a year or so was with us and he's moved on to Missouri. Very proud of him. And then my, um, I guess Jeff, the big thing for us is we're going out and we'll, we'll just, we'll be three hours from that grandson of mine who my grandson Callum is learning how to play chess. Oh, and he's, look out. Brilliant. he's brilliant at it. My, my daughter and grandson, they love playing table games and I hate playing table games, <laughs> except I will do it for my grandson. So they'll only be about three hours from us. So on a personal uh, note, I want to thank both, uh, both you, uh, Elizabeth, thank you for your, your vibrant and positive spirit. You're the real deal. Uh, and um, I, I can't sing your praises enough of all the different things that you do so positively. I, I wish you all the best in your own personal future. And uh, I, I can't see anything but blessings ahead for you. And Mr. McDonald, you know, you are a gentleman, a scholar, a knowledgeable uh, source you have bring you've brought the continuity you support and love the ministry of the Salvation Army you have sat in uh, on the publications team almost as long as I've been a Salvation Army officer and I'm finishing my 39th year of doing this every day 
every encounter I had with you was real, was genuine, was a lot of fun. Now, this isn't my final goodbye, goodbye, because, you know, we're recording this. I'm just, I, I, it's not like I'm leaving in an hour. Right. No, my no, wife no. is texting me going, are you almost done? Because <laughs> <laughs> no, um, you're not done yet here. No. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, I, I wish I wish all the best for you and for your wife and, and uh, for your grandson and and your kids and, and your future. Thank you for for what you've done and for your godly leadership. Uh, over, over each issue, as editorial director, uh, each issue of the magazine, uh, I, I hope you've enjoyed our time together as much as I have. Oh yeah, I, indeed I have. It's just been you know wonderful. It's a privilege. But it's been a lot of fun, and I want to thank all the faithful listeners and fans of the Fight for Good podcast. I think Jeff, we went from you know a couple people to maybe about I don't know. 15. I don't, I don't know. Elizabeth, we have, we have quite a few downloads, I think. Absolutely. Yeah. Be proud. Be proud. And we also gave, we also gave birth and inspiration for the battle line podcast. So, and we, we encourage you to download battle line. I just love uh, the Saturday so much and they've been just a a great addition to our, our team here. So we encourage you to listen to battle line podcast and also, uh, I can't, Matt has a real great presence online uh, with his uh, overhead transparency youth ministry reports every week he puts out. So a lot of good stuff. And I look forward to seeing a lot more stuff, uh, good things coming out of the publications uh, team as you move forward. Well, that's going to end this episode of the Fight for Good podcast. Be sure to subscribe to Fight for Good wherever you listen to podcasts. And don't forget to follow the War Cry and Peer Magazine on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Well, until next time, and this is my last time, one last time, this has been the Fight for Good podcast. I wish you all God's blessings and peace in your life and continue to listen to future episodes of the Fight for Good podcast. Bye for now. Subscribe to Fight for Good wherever you listen to podcasts.